Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash entitled people, where people truly believe that they can do what they want, when they want, because they're special. And in today's episode, Opie tells a tale about his son, who's in this relationship with the most greedy, entitled girl ever, and it's such a wild ride. I hope you enjoy the story today, don't shake your heads too hard, and as always, you can send or link your post to this email right here. Let's dive in. So, to say that I'm mad as hell would be an understatement. I'm 46 years old, and I have a son named Jake who's 23 years old. Jake was a good kid growing up, so him doing this was a complete shock to me. I also have a daughter too, named Amber, who's 16 years old. Both are fake names. When my wife passed away nearly two years ago, she already had a will in place, and in said will, she divided her assets between our kids. Jake got his cut as he was 21. He used that money to put a down payment on a condo, and he also got his mom's car. The will also stated that my daughter was to get all my wife's jewelry. That includes a vintage gold ring, with a diamond that had a light blue sapphire on each end of it. The ring had been passed down for generations in my wife's family. It was originally her grandmother's wedding band. Her husband was a jeweler, and handcrafted the ring for her himself. And it was passed down to my wife's mother when her grandmother died, and then to my wife herself when her mother passed. It, along with all other jewelry, was to go to my daughter. When my wife passed away, my grief was intense, but I powered through it for the sake of my family. And they supported me 100%, so the betrayal from my son was just a rusty knife in the back for me. With all that said, for the past 8 months, Jake has been dating a girl named Sarah who's also a fake name. She has my son wrapped around her finger, and she loves jewelry, as she adorns herself with a lot of it. My son mentioned the family jewels my wife left to his sister, to Sarah, one day, and Sarah really wanted to see them. So Jake went into my room when no one was home, and he showed them to her. He later admitted to me that he'd done this, and I was angry. Now, I thought that would be the end of it, but I was wrong. So Jake came to me a week ago, and he begged for that ring from his mother's family jewels, so he could propose with it. He said that Sarah had fallen in love with the ring when she saw it, and he just knew it would be the perfect ring to ask her to marry him with. They've been dating for 8 months, and in my mind, that's way too soon to know for sure, especially using a very special ring to do so. He seemed completely convinced that I would be jumping for joy for him wanting to propose, But instead, I told him that I was not the one to ask as the ring belongs to Amber, and I would not have him pressuring her to give it up either. For a fair chance, I would allow him to explain his reasons and ask her for it once, but only once, without pressuring her. And if she refuses for any reason, that will be the end of it. So Jake agreed, and he asked Amber for the ring right in front of me. But she told him no, because she wanted to keep it in the family jewels, and she's always loved that ring. To her, it's absolutely priceless. She could never bear to give it up. I told Jake that that was that, and to not press the matter any further. With that, Jake left looking very unhappy about not getting the ring. I really thought he would let it go and look into finding a similar one. 
but he came back another day while I was at work to talk to his sister after she got home from school. He and Amber got into a huge fight about the ring and Amber called me crying. I then called Jake and told him to get out of my house and to leave his sister alone. Jake then yelled at me that he should have just as much right to the ring as his sister because my wife was his mother too. But I reminded him that he got a lot of his mother's money and her car. The jewelry was Amber's and only hers. He hung up on me and Amber soon texted me that he left very angry. Later, right before I left work, my daughter called and told me that Jake had come back. He walked in dressed in a suit, went to my room and he took something, then left without saying anything to Amber. Amber tried to keep him from leaving but he shoved her out of the way. I rushed home as soon as my shift was over and I checked my wife's jewelry box and the ring was gone. I immediately called Jake but he didn't answer so I messaged him saying that I'll get the police involved if he doesn't return the ring. Using it to propose won't stop me from taking it back. So that finally made him talk to me and he tries to say that I couldn't do that to him because he's my son. I said to him I can and I will because he outright stole the ring and that he'd better bring it back right away or I would take drastic measures. Well, he phoned me right after that and in a whisper he said it was too late. That he had taken his girlfriend to dinner and he proposed to her with the ring. He hadn't had it for more than an hour by this point, yet the ring was already on her finger. I said that was his problem. He stole the ring and he can bring it back. It's not his and I will do whatever it takes to make sure it's returned. And if that means going to the police and blowing the whole situation up, then so be it. I'll file a report and even get a lawyer. Hearing me say that, Jake starts crying and said I couldn't do this to him. I responded, tough luck. He stole from both his sister and his dead mother and I would not back down until the ring was returned. Jake wouldn't stop crying and making excuses so I told him to have the ring back by tomorrow morning or I would be moving forward with legal action. Jake is my son but he still broke the law and I can't overlook what he did. He said he'd be by in the morning to talk and he ends the call crying even more. Well, Jake did show up in the morning and he brought his girlfriend with him to try to guilt us. It turns out that she not only knew he stole the ring, it was her idea to steal it because she wanted to keep it anyway. She said this was because she was completely in love with the ring since she first laid eyes on it and I told her I don't care. That she could have a jeweler make a copy of it or something but the original doesn't belong to her. It belongs to my daughter and my deceased wife. Jake then begs me one more time to not make her give it back. But I and my daughter stood firm. Return the ring or face police and maybe even a potential lawsuit. Jake's girlfriend then pulls the ring off her finger and she drops it in my daughter's hand. She then calls me an evil bastard and left my house in tears. Jake starts screaming at me that I might have just destroyed his relationship. I retorted saying he did this to his own relationship by stealing a ring that doesn't belong to him. Like what kind of son steals from his own sister and dead mother? That's beyond terrible. Jake had nothing more to say to me and he walks out to follow his girlfriend. I didn't get anyone else involved in the situation but Jake did. He tried getting support from friends and family but he got the exact opposite reaction he'd hoped for. They were all mad at him over what he'd done and I got so many phone calls and messages from people offering me condolences and saying they were not on Jake's side. I did try to do damage control but now everyone knows. It's been a week now and Jake's refused to speak to me. I've sent him detailed pictures of the ring just in case he wanted a jeweler to replicate it. But making a copy would be very expensive unless he used fake stones. And thus far there's been no response. I don't know what the situation is with his girlfriend. If she even still is his girlfriend after what happened.
but I still stand by the fact that Jake had to return the ring. I've since had my wife's jewelry box placed into a safety deposit box that only I have access to. And the jewelry is going to remain there until my daughter's 21, and may even stay there longer if she wants to keep it safe that way. Now, I know I'm in the right to have reclaimed the ring. However, I don't want my son to hate me, and I don't want the family to hate him. If anyone has any advice as to how to better mediate the situation without giving away the ring or spending a lot of money, I'm all ears. Update. Well, my son's girlfriend Sarah has officially broken up with him and he's devastated and blaming me. Some previously pointed out that I gave him too much credit saying that he was a good kid. He used to be, but the person he is now, I just don't recognize. Now, whether he was always like this deep down, or he just fell for the wrong person and let her change him for the worst, is a mystery to me, but it doesn't justify what he did. So after I forced him and Sarah to return the stolen ring, she apparently spent days crying in bed, and then told Jake that she didn't want a different ring, no matter how much he told her he'd get her another one. She wanted my deceased wife's ring. The last time I met someone who cried that much when being made to return stolen property, they were four years old. I heard more than one person say that they thought Sarah was being a big baby about it. The situation was no secret because Jake spilled the beans looking for support by the whole family and his and Sarah's friends. As previous readers know, that backfired badly for them. Well, after Jake's failed gambit for supports, all the local drama lovers latched onto the situation like barnacles to a boat, and they kept messaging me with more information, even though I wasn't asking. So I was being kept in the loop, even though Jake and Sarah weren't talking to me. My son had the pictures I sent him so he could try to replicate the ring, and he took them to a jeweler. The jeweler said that he could make a similar ring based on the pictures, but he'd want to closely examine the original and take proper measurements to make an evaluation of the stones and metal, in order to see what it would take to make a close of a copy as possible. Jake waited for a while, before swallowing his pride to call me again. His girlfriend was finally at least entertaining the idea of making a copy, but she wanted it to be an exact copy, down to the smallest detail. So they called me a couple of days after, and they asked me to bring the ring to a jeweler to get a proper quote on the cost of making a duplicate. I agreed to take an extended lunch break and meet at the local jeweler. I got the ring from the safety deposit box, and I guarded it closely. I could see Sarah's eyes light up with greed the moment she saw it again. She reached out her hand, and she asked to wear it one more time. And then she pouted like a child when I told her no. For all I knew, she would take off running the second she had it. The jeweler looked at the ring very closely for a little while and said it was worth more than we thought. And to copy it would cost a lot. The ring was decade old and expertly crafted by my wife's grandfather. Sometime in the 1940s, even the jeweler was impressed by it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The diamond and sapphires were decently large for an engagement ring. And the ring itself didn't use a slim gold band, but a pretty thick and heavy one made of what was estimated to be 18 karat gold. But there was more. The stones themselves were set in platinum and the ring had many ornate floral carvings on it. The stones alone needed to make an identical ring was more than Jake's current budget, and not including antique value. Making a copy of a ring like that with that variety of materials would cost a lot in time and labor because every part of it would have to be handcrafted. It was five times what Jake had saved. The best he could have done would be to make a down payment and then spend years in debt. Sarah enthusiastically wanted Jake to have the ring made anyway, but the cost was too much. So the jeweler suggested that they have one made that looks exactly the same. It didn't need to be made of the exact same materials. They could use a center stone that looked similar to a diamond and replace the platinum with a similar material that I can't remember the name of, but it would have reduced the cost by a lot. There was also a suggestion of looking for a modern ring which looks similar, that's already made. It would be far cheaper as well. In fact, the jeweler had three rings set aside that all looked somewhat similar and had a central diamond and sapphires, and all were very reasonably priced. Jake was all for either idea when Sarah suddenly slaps him while calling him a cheap, broke-ass wannabe, and that it's that ring or she won't marry him at all. She then turned on her heel to me and she called me an evil bastard for taking the original ring back because it was already given to her when Jake proposed and it should still be hers. That's when she held up her hand in the manner that one does when they expect you to put a ring on their finger. And she outright demanded the ring back from me, while saying it was her right to wear it and that my daughter wouldn't need it anyway because it would go to waste with her. She actually said it's not like my daughter would be doing the proposing to anyone since a man could just get her a different ring someday. And oh boy did that make me angry and she clearly noticed because she took a couple of steps back. I then looked her dead in the eye and said my wife's family ring will never be hers. It wasn't Jake's to give away and he knew it. That's why he went out of his way to steal it when I wasn't home. Because he hoped that I wouldn't demand it back if he used it. But neither he nor she ever had a right to it. Then I said it's entitled people like her that are what's wrong with the world. She acts like whatever she wants should be handed to her and she's lusted after my wife's ring ever since Jake first showed it to her. That whole speech was a bit long-winded, with some conjecture, I know, but I just couldn't hold myself back verbally anymore. After I said that to Sarah's face, she went to slap me too, but I guess the look in my eyes was enough to make her turn away and storm out, while very loudly making some sort of unintelligible tantrum noises that hurt my ears. She even intentionally knocked down a counter display on her way out. Jake was glaring at me in absolute rage, but I didn't say anything until I asked him why he was with that awful woman, and he just said he loved her and followed her out. To his credit, she is very beautiful, but it's really just skin deep. Sarah wouldn't talk to Jake for a while, and then a few days later told him that they were through because she felt like he didn't value her enough to get her the ring that she deserved, and that she couldn't imagine having a miser like me as a father-in-law. She said she felt thoroughly humiliated by me, and she cried that people all think she's a gold digger now. But I don't think they're wrong. I mean, she did slap my son for suggesting they make a cheaper version of this expensive ring that he couldn't afford. And then she tried slapping me, and then threw a massive tantrum and destroyed store property just because I wouldn't hand over the original when she demanded it. That's the behavior of a gold digger if I've ever seen any. 
And while it's an assumption on my part, exactly how long would Sarah stay with my son? if someone rich came along and swept her off her feet. I honestly feel like she just wanted the ring and nothing else. Right after the incident with the breakup, Jake did try to get into my house again when I wasn't home. To do what, I have no idea, but if I were to speculate, he might have been after the cash in my gun safe, or he thought the family jewels were still in the house. I hadn't told him at that point that I had them stored away in a deposit box, and I didn't really want to think that my own son would break in for either of those reasons, but he stole from us once and he could do it again. Someone here suggested that I replace the locks in my house, so I did. Jake's keys would no longer work. I'm also looking at getting cameras put in now too. My daughter Amber called me right after Jake showed up and said she was terrified when he comes banging on the front door demanding to be let in. I then called his cell phone and he didn't pick up, but I guess it spooked him because Amber said he left right after his phone starts ringing. Jake called later that evening, but before he could start yelling at me, I demanded to know what the heck he was doing trying to break inside my house when I wasn't home. He scared his sister and she nearly called the police. Jake dodged the question by being angry about me changing the locks because I don't trust him. I said damn right I don't trust him, not after what he did. That's when Jake fired back and he said I just couldn't be happy for him, and that if mom was still alive, she'd have wanted him to use that ring to propose. Hearing that, I saw red, and I said if she wanted that, she would have willed it to him. So he began whining and saying it's all my fault that he's single now. He then explained exactly what Sarah said when she broke up with him, and how she called me a miser among other things. He then ranted how I always thought Sarah was never good enough for him. And that's when I asked him again what the heck he was trying to do getting into my house this time. He refused to answer, so I answered for him. I said if he was after the ring or any of the family jewels, they've been moved to a secure, safe location that only I have access to. And if he was trying to break into my safe for an emergency cash fund, there was no way he'd get it open. Or if he was there to do any sort of harm to his own sister, that I would kick his ass myself. Now I may have hit the nail in the head with at least one of those things because Jake just had a long silent pause on the line. Then he told me that he's made up his mind to put in for a transfer at his job and to sell his condo. He wants to move as far away as possible and never speak to me again. His last words to me were, have a nice life with my favorite child. Now, I don't understand how my son was so completely changed on this level in just a year. Now, I never actually called Sarah a gold digger until recently. I said that she had my son wrapped around her finger and she loves jewelry. Though I guess that's not all that different in the long run. But in truth, she is a manipulative gold digger. Especially after the drama act she tried to put on to try to keep a ring that was never hers. I mean, she spent days in bed crying over a ring that she knew was stolen. And then she had a huge tantrum at not being able to get it back or copy it. And now because of her, my son has chosen to wash his hands of me and his sister altogether. I'm devastated, but at the same time, I'm furious that my son would do such things just to appease this witch of a woman that he had only been dating for 8 months. That's not enough time dating before proposing. I dated my wife for over 2 years before popping the question. And I shudder to think what things would have been like if that witch had married my son. I know Jake's gonna blame me for a long time, and I'm not sure if we'll ever speak again. I hope one day we can reconcile, but for now, I think we need time apart. Amber is also very upset. She's extremely thankful that I got the ring back for her, but she's just as shocked as I was that Jake's become like he is now. 
She's referring to him as a brute for how he shoved her aside when he stole the ring, and also calling him a simp, whatever that means. Thankfully, she has a great support system with me and the rest of the family, something I know Jake doesn't have right now. Multiple family members have called or messaged him to tell him off, and his now former best friend even came to me to apologize. He and Jake got into a nasty fight over what he'd done, and when his own best friend since elementary school didn't see things from his side, Jake cut him off too. Jake's ex-girlfriend Sarah also got in trouble with her own family. Her parents contacted me to ask for my side of the story and then apologize for their daughter's behavior. They only knew a small bit of what happened, but they were appalled to hear about the way she acted. Like Jake, they said she used to be a much kinder person, but in the past few years, she's changed so much and they're severely disappointed in her. They were also covering half the rent to her current apartment and they're now telling her that when the lease is over, they will not be renewing it with her. She can either pay the full rent herself or look for somewhere else to live. And now she's going around cursing my name, saying this is all my fault that her life is ruined. What is with people these days? I can only assume one day my son comes to his senses and he finds happiness again. Whether or not he chooses to speak with me ever again, I'll hold up hope that he'll one day return to being the kind person he once was. Guys, that was one heck of a ride. Like, the son basically destroyed his relationship with his family for a girl that he was only seeing for eight months, which is ridiculous. Like, the kid was ready to give up a family heirloom to someone he's barely gotten to know. Someone who has very questionable values and is also selfish and greedy, and I hope he slowly realizes that. And I get it, everyone's been head over heels in love with someone before. And like they say, love is blind, guys, especially the young love. The only thing OP can do is to keep the door open for his son because maybe one day his son will understand his mistake and will be ready to admit his mistake to try to rebuild the trust he's destroyed. And seriously guys, I hope they can mend this relationship one day and just look back and laugh. Like I said, people are young and they do dumb things when they're in love. But guys, let me know what you think. Have you been there before? Do you know someone who's done something like this before? And that, my friends, brings us to another end of r slash entitled people. If you guys enjoyed today's episode, hit that thumbs up. And if you're not subscribed, subscribe so you don't miss these crazy stories. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, it's an r slash I do work here lady, where a Karen thinks that OP is a thief and pepper sprays her. It's such a ridiculous story, so go check it out. And myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum.